I first met Scott in 2017, referring to himself as Jube, a short version of his last name, Jubert. We had talked on social media several times and then finally met on a camping trip. My dad used to come home from work every single day, he said, and he would say, son, did you start your fire today? His father would give him one match and a knife, and he would have to start a fire every day after school. It was an art for him to take the shavings from the piece of cedar and place them into a pile. Eventually, there would be a large crackling fire there, but for now, just a small flame. Sticks being placed strategically for the best effect of the wind and the best opportunity to reach the flame. Scott was the student. His dad was the teacher. And now Scott was the teacher and I was the student. The starting of the fire was just the beginning. Soon, cast iron started to appear out of the belly of the trucks and the trailers. Pots and pans of every shape and size. The kitchen was rustling as if the bees were in a hurry to please the queen. Dutch ovens sprang forth like children on their first day of school, oiled up and ready for their next mission. It was a remarkable sight. I again was the student admiring the teacher from the front row. I was taking mental notes. I was taking it all in. This was now my favorite subject, my favorite class. Coals began to build underneath the flames. The Dutch ovens were filled and ready to enjoy the heat. The small shovel emerged and dug into the wood. Sparks flew up into the evening. Chairs were formed around the pile of rocks, encompassing the crackling fire. Scott was positioning the coals, getting them into their predetermined place. Almost ready, he said as he fell back into his chair. This reminds me of the time was the first reminisce of the evening. The story of previous camping trips fell on my ears. I took it all in like a young teenager who had missed his last meal. I was hungry for more. Kelly joined in with a story of a trip out west he and his daughter were about to take. The planning was almost finished. The rigs were packed and ready. We laughed about the last time we had enjoyed each other's companies on the banks of the Big Piney Creek. The night we almost froze to death in our tent cot was a good memory. Frozen fog encompassed our area and vehicles started up early as heaters could not even keep up with the bitter winter. Scott had brought his baby smoker. As soon as we greeted each other at the back of his trailer, he emerged with pieces of pork loin for all to sample. Overnight paddling trips down the Buffalo River made for delightful conversation. Fly fishing trips to New Mexico stirred my interest in a hobby I'd never had the opportunity to try. The stories were steady as a metronome for, for the pianist, pausing only to stare momentarily into the flames, praying this time would never end. The coals were perfect now. The tiny shovel came into view to do the work for which it was created. Small areas of coals spread on silver pans. Dutch ovens placed inside the pans and more coals spread around the top. I'm not a coal counter, he said. I've done this long enough. I don't need to count coals. I agreed. It was evident he knew what he was doing. As soon as all the ovens were seated and heated, the stories sounded through the trees once again. It was the song of my people. It was stories of years gone by and plans for memories to come. 
It was a place everyone would want to be, a place to learn from those who had walked before you. I wanted my feet to follow his footprints. I want to be the storyteller one day. I need more stories to tell. There's only one way to become a storyteller. Go more places where there are campfires. For where the campfire burns, memories are made, stories are born. Maybe at the next spot, maybe on the next trip, maybe somewhere down the road, you will be the storyteller instead of the student.